Welcome to the Let's Talk Details podcast. I'm Claire, and I'm a Southern California wedding planner. And I'm Bree, and I'm a digital marketing and branding strategist. And we are two entrepreneurs with wildly different backgrounds with one common purpose, to embolden and educate you to take your wedding business to the next level. Each week, we show up to provide you with effective online marketing strategies, either through our personal stories or through the experiences of our incredible guests. We're so glad you're here. All right. Welcome back to the Let's Talk Details podcast. I feel like I should come up with a more creative way to start because I think we say that every time. And Hello. it's like a given. <laughs> you're listening <laughs> to. There's, no, it's guess what you're listening to. Yeah, I am. We're excited to be back. <laughs> always, <laughs> always. Yeah. So we have some exciting stuff we want to talk about today. Mostly we're just spilling the tea on what we wish we knew when we started our businesses and you're gonna let's just say we've learned all these things from experience so there's always some good stories behind them as to like wow i would have avoided this if i had done this when i started business or whatever so we're gonna we're gonna get to that and hopefully help you out if you are a business owner hopefully it is helpful (laughs) if you take something from it (laughs) otherwise i hope it's just good stories if you're just like a if you're somebody who's not a business owner which (laughs) you listen to all the times we learned hard lessons (laughs) right yeah what's not fun about that seriously what's not fun (laughs) about watching somebody else struggle um No, it's that's horrible. It's not fun. <laughs> but before we jump into that, I feel like we need to do like a little yeah, life housekeeping. Update. What's going on? Yeah. So, free, away. what is going on in your life? Tell me about like something, something that, yeah, what's going on? But then also, I want to hear about like something or a product or something that you're loving. This is oh, not sponsored, oh but I just feel imagine? like, okay, enlighten um, the people. Okay. Well, it's been a busy month for me. It's so funny because, um, this month like was a lower month in terms of revenue. And mm-hmm. Ryan was like, well, you didn't work for three weeks. <laughs> it's like three weeks. Well, it was like I was I was oh. traveling and so I was working and I was like keeping on top of projects, but I purposely had two weeks where I didn't have any projects due because I was go- I went to Hawaii and then I was I went to San Diego to see my right. parents. Yeah. And so there was like a couple times and then it was like the next week was just like getting back into the swing of things and like just keeping up with projects and checking in. And so anyway, I'm fine. It's fine. But it was actually very lovely. You know, the, 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 I mean, we'll talk about this later on in the pod, but most of the time, you know, when you have slower months, you kind of freak out. And I think what I've learned with, with being in the, in my business for two years is that you really have to just savor those months for your slow. That just, mm-hmm. sorry, I just got a very shocking email. Please oh continue. Just Are you okay? Continue. Just continue. Yep. <laughs> This has been the story of my week. <laughs> I have gotten shocking texts and emails literally, literally every day. Is it in the middle sh- of the shocking in a good way something. or shocking in a bad way? Yeah, shocking in a very good way. We'll talk about it later if it comes to <laughs> okay. fruition. I'm shook. I am absolutely shook to my core. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways um, so Brie took three weeks off and is thriving. I took, yeah, two and two and some change. And I went to Hawaii and it was lovely. I went with my mother-in-law mm-hmm. and my sister-in-law. It was so great just to kind of like relax and, you know, yeah. just be by the pool, listening to a good book, listening to a good podcast. And yeah. it was just really wonderful. And okay, a product I'm loving. It could can it be a podcast? Another podcast? Sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. Come okay. On. If you are into like not like true crime, but like, like more like storytelling drama type of podcast. There's a podcast called Something Was Wrong, and it what it is. It, there's like nine seasons, and she's like an amazing host. She started like pretty. There was she didn't really. She started pretty small, and then Ashley Flowers just bought her, like bought the company, and oh, so yeah. anyway, so now she's like in the top ten podcasts or whatever, but. It's about like um, like gaslighting and like narcissists and like just like the stories that of people who victims and the, the one that they're talking about right now is I think the craziest story I've ever heard in my entire life. And what? like I was on the plane coming back and I literally was like full <laughs> shook the entire time. And there, the, the whole, whole time, time people were probably looking. And the flight attendants are, are like, okay? are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Do you need a hug? Some water. You don't look okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah she, I'm just, just like frozen. shocked. My mouth is like on the ground. 
But anyway, it's a really good podcast. And yeah, so that's a product, a product, I guess, that I'm loving. And yeah, but it's been really good. My birthday was a couple weeks ago. And, you know, I'm feeling like a little, a little overwhelmed just because I'm, people are now going to start to look at me and say, oh, she's probably in her late 20s, early 30s. And that is (laughs) to me. Hey, growing up, getting older, I understand. Yeah, why well, you're I didn't scared. feel that way when I, I was do. your age either. <laughs> those two, those couple it's a years made a really thing. big difference. <laughs> oh my <laughs> when you gosh. get to those two, when you're in your late twenties, that's when you're like, oh my gosh, wow, I'm I'm in my late twenties. And then I was watching like Cinderella story the other day, and I was like, I'm never going to be in high school again. <laughs> like, you're grieving not being in high school again. <laughs> no, like it just. <laughs> Maybe we need to have a check in, like. Are you okay? It's We're talking the, about being sad about not being high school. the idea of like, oh my gosh, wow, that experience is done. And yeah. I'm never going to, you know, whatever. Anyway, all I have to say, I'm doing fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I want to hear the I'm same doing, stories, products you're loving. I'm doing fine. Life feels good. I'm deciding how honest I want to be right now. Be honest overwhelming be honest it feels good it feels like i think everything is good i just feel and i have like spoken to some people about this but this year we talked about this a little bit on the other podcast but like like nothing has felt like stable or routine in my life necessarily for especially this year but definitely also last year. And I feel like it is catching up to me a little bit more. Like I feel, I feel it like, you know, I feel like I've been running, 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 running for like 18 months. It feels like, and it's really good. All of it is so good, but the pace at which everything happened and like, I, I mean like this will play into the conversation we have today, but I'm getting, we are the <laughs> words. I'm just learning so just much. Just be, just be honest. And I just feel like I'm at a point with grit and grace where there's multiple parts of the business that are beyond my skills. Mm-hmm. And it's positive. Like I have people on my team who mm-hmm. do them. So it's not like the worst thing, but it's it's a very different ball game where it's like you start your business and you know what you're doing and you like can Google everything. And that is amazing. And that is like such a fun season of business where you're like, I can figure it out. Like you're leaning on other entrepreneurs to like guide you and whatever. And then you grow and you are continuing to figure it out. And I feel like I've reached this point where I can't Google Mm. it anymore. Like I can't figure it out on my own anymore. And so like, you know, um, it. That you're supposed why, to know like, it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like I've, that's why I've like hired out and that's why we have more people on our team. And that's why like all of that stuff, but it just takes acclimating too. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I think we have, if you're a listener, let us know if you've already talked about this, but literally last December, I'll never forget this conversation or January we were talking and Brie, you were like, I have dreams and goals of like a big mm-hmm. team. Oh my gosh. And, like, I totally remember all this. These Wait, people. This isn't on the pod though. This was like, we had like a wine night. We ha- we had yeah. it in person. Yeah, we had a conversation about it, but I keep thinking about that and about how I literally And that said- was like a two-month difference from when you, like, you gr- like blew up to when with the conversation right. we had. Yeah, and I said, I love my life mm-hmm. right now. I'm so content. I obviously love mm-hmm. growth. Like, I'm all about continuing mm-hmm. to grow, but I don't see – like. I'm not the entrepreneur who like wants an empire. <laughs> no, well, 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 and famous last words. God was like, "You sure?" <laughs> and so it's just like it's been a process, and I think like I've seen. I talked about this a little bit on my Instagram stories, mm-hmm. but like you see, I feel like I've experienced the like backlash of like hustle mm-hmm. culture and the expectation to be like working all mm-hmm. the time and to be saying yes to everything and. It's this really weird dynamic because it's all mm-hmm. good. Like nothing. Yeah, you're, has, I can tell like, that you're grateful for it, but it's okay to be grateful and be overwhelmed. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. how I feel. So I'm just navigating that, and 
feels weird to say that, yeah. to be honest, because my concern is that people hear yeah. that and then they think like, oh, she's not going to be good at her job yeah. anymore or she's like not like I shouldn't like, you know, whatever, hire her to play my wedding or whatever the case is. And so I'm like trying to figure. Yeah. If you're feeling like overwhelmed. Yeah, I can t- I can see that. That's why I think we use we don't use that word very often because I don't we don't we both don't want people thinking that. Mm-hmm. Right. So in that regard, I'm figuring it out and I'm like working to like reevaluate. Like I think there's there's a period of time in the next few months where I really am going to be focusing on mm. refining. Like because this year's been so much growth in such a positive way and I'm so grateful for it. But I'm like I need to like step back and remember that like I started this business because I love mm-hmm. it and I started this business to like serve people and love people well and the best way I'm going to show up for people is by me being fulfilled or like me f- being mm-hmm. rested or me being like on my mm-hmm. A game and I need to look at what I'm doing and see like what is good for me and like what puts me on mm-hmm. my A game and like what mm-hmm. doesn't. And so um so I just think that's like I, I I remember like hearing entrepreneurs talk about mm-hmm. this type of thing when I started my business, and I remember feeling I'm never like, gonna get there. <laughs> okay, like literally, be quiet. Like you should be so oh, grateful. Yeah. You know, like that's a horrible. It's horrible, but you know, it's like like it's kind of like a, oh, well, no, it's you. Just, like you have all these opportunities and all this money exactly. coming in. Like feel so bad for you, <laughs> like type of thing. Yeah. Right, and I'm like, yeah, I still. I'm really grateful. I'm just trying to figure it yeah. out, you know? And like, I had a conversation with um, a friend. I'm sure we've talked about this, Brie, but I don't know if we've talked about it on podcast. And she asked me, what do you want your life to look like in three mm-hmm. to five years? And I like was thinking about it and I have like personal mm-hmm. goals, like things I want in my mm-hmm. life that I don't think can come to fruition to the degree that I want them to, or like for them to look like that I want them to look if I don't refine something Mm, now, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, um, I think being an entrepreneur and like being able to like own and run your Mm -hmm. schedule is both the best and the worst thing because you can run yourself ragged. There's nobody above you to say, (laughs) Hey, like Mm -hmm. pause. And then there's also, um, yeah, but, but it's like the best thing because it's like, okay, I've decided I want this in the next few years of my life cool. So I'm going to like reevaluate. But then I also have this other side of me that always has a new business. Always like literally the amount of things I want to bring to life in the next year. So many, but you know, it's just, I think there's a misperception sometimes of what it's like, but I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade like my job for the world. So I don't know. That's how I'm feeling most days, but I don't think I'll ever stop planning weddings. I don't think I'll ever stop designing weddings. I don't think I'll ever stop that because in a lot of ways, that is my bread and butter. Like that fuels me and that is so in alignment. And that's what I started with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all the other stuff is like, like you, just a reminder, like you had a pretty, I know that the amount of success has changed, but you still had a successful business without any of those things, you know? Right. And so don't feel like, Yes. I mean, that you have to, like, if, if it all goes away, you're going to be okay. And I think so mm-hmm. much, so much as entrepreneurs, yeah. when new opportunities come your way and you feel like, mm-hmm. you know, you're overwhelmed, you're like, I'm so grateful for this though. Like, I want to hang on to it. I'm so grateful for it. It's like, I think sometimes mm-hmm. we just have to pause and remember, like, even if this one aspect of my business failed for whatever reason, mm-hmm. if, if TikTok wasn't a thing anymore, if Instagram make it, it didn't become a thing sure. anymore, whatever it was, I would still be okay. And that's an and that's an mm-hmm. important and you know oh, important yeah. thing to remind ourselves sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I totally agree, and I appreciate that yeah. for sure. It's like it's the thing is, I don't really want to stop any of the things yeah. that I'm doing, but I'm. That's not, I just, I don't know. I don't want somebody to hear this who's like part of another realm of my business or like works with me in a different capacity and be like, oh, she's going to (laughs) dip. I'm not going to dip. I just am like figuring it all out. And it feels like, it feels like in some ways like uncharted territory. 
you know, like I know that there are people who have had similar experiences that mm. I have, but yeah, it's just, um, it's just a learning process and yeah. yeah. So I'm good. I'm just figuring things yeah. out. And I like watched this video on TikTok because of course, <laughs> and the person was talking about like the things you don't know about going viral mm. or like you don't expect about blah, blah, blah. And they were all true. And it was like this, the negative side yeah. of it. And I was like, okay, yeah, that feels validating. So, but it's it's crazy and I don't know, but good and just, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm doing with that. Yeah, it feels like weird. It feels weird to be honest about that, yeah. honestly, here. So, but yeah, I... Yeah, I would say if we're if I still can talk about product, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> something outside of my <laughs> my brain process like that. We are like basically refurnishing our apartment. Oh yes, and it's kind of fun. It's kind of like a really great creative outlet. Like it's been that's something I've like picked up as like hobbies a yeah. little bit, like doing things outside of work. Yeah, I feel like whenever I redecorate, I'm like, can I be an interior designer? It's so right fun now? redecorating. <laughs> is that my next business? <laughs> is that my next business? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Honestly, yeah. It's so fun, like finding little pieces and like, you know, investing more in some pieces and like less in other pieces and, you know, having fun with it. So it's super great. But if anybody has like obviously furnished a place before and you have favorite furniture places oh, i have i have know, mine because okay, okay what's your go-to break come on honestly super surprising but i have found so many good things from here urban outfitters <gasps> i'm sorry what? urban outfitters has like the most amazing furniture wow i would literally have never I have, like a hutch that. in my living room like it's a black hutch that's from urban yeah i have a really cute chair that's like that like wicker chair that i have and that's from urban yes my two dressers that i have the cane ones both from urban and it's pretty affordable yeah okay. urban outfitters has the best i'm gonna literally type that in right now <laughs> urban outfitters Furniture. fitters Furniture. They have really good stuff because you know how you know free people, Urban Outfitters, and Anthropology are own, all owned by the same company. So, yes. so yes, I, I found did. this hutch that I loved from Anthropology, and it and it was like two thousand dollars. And my husband was like, "We could mm. do it, but um, can you look and see if there's anything else <laughs> that is like you know looks similar for a cheaper price?" And I was like, "There's not going to be anything." Mm -hmm. And then sure enough, I found one that looks identical from Urban Outfitters that was eight hundred. <laughs> We love it. Like, we love oh, to see oh, it. Okay. Well, this is this oh my is gosh, yeah. Wow. So that and then I we were talking about living spaces. You know about living spaces. Um I do. Target obviously has really good stuff. Yes. And then Wayfair. Yeah. yeah. Wayfair is good for just like standard stuff. But oh, and then cost plus world market. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. I'm just gonna Google all these things. All I love that yeah. it's so fun i also like haven't figured out quite the vibe we're going for and like it's kind of exciting yeah. it's exciting <laughs> it's, kinda it's super exciting. fun that's so fun is um does yeah. your roommate have similar um i don't i don't know if he wants my, to say her name that's why i was like does your roommate probably yeah. not my my roommate uh does I care about the way it looks. <laughs> She's, She's like, like <laughs> as long as it doesn't cost me a ton more money, like whatever, I don't care. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> and then if there's something that I really love, like the TV console that yeah, we exactly found, yours. I just loved yeah. it so much and it was more expensive. So I just yeah. bought it and she, and I'm like, great, I'll just take that with me when yeah. I leave. So, so anywho, fun. Loving that a product that is, I, I didn't say a product, no, but What's something I'm loving? Okay, this is it. I figured it out. I figured out the perfect travel stuff. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I've been traveling a lot lately, and I always dreamed of getting an away. Oh my gosh, I just got which, one. If away is listening to this sponsor and you want to gift me one, I will use it all the time. I just got one because it's so good. I got the yeah. medium sized one. 
Which yeah. I would recommend getting the large just, one if you're looking for like a medium sized one because the medium sized one is very small. Yeah. Does it fit in the overhead yeah. compartment though in a mm-hmm. plane? Okay, the large yeah. one does? They're all supposed to. That's okay. what they, their whole point is. Yeah. Oh, but I like personally could not justify. I personally was like, I don't yeah. know if I can like spend that much money on it. Like, do I? I don't know if I yeah. want to. So I found a dupe at Target that a friend had told me about. And it looks so similar. Obviously, it's not the same, but it like totally does the trick. It's like sleek Ooh. and like modern and like looks really good. And it's it? like a neutral color. I'm looking at it right now. It's like, like a taupe. Great. Yeah, like it's actually yeah. taupe. Yeah. But like a light color. So Ooh. that fits so much. It fits right over in the overhead compartment. It's amazing. And then I bought this, which you don't need this brand, but I bought this Lululemon backpack because. I move like I it fits your your laptop yeah. so well and there's all these pockets so I like keep like a little spray perfume oh, yeah. in it and I like keep like a bunch of extras in it and it's been like a lifesaver. I just I only need those two things when I travel and it has it fits everything and it's perfect. Oh, it's so good. I love that. Wait, speaking speaking of I don't know why I uh, I thought thought about this cuz like luggage tags, but did you get my box? That I sent the Moxie one. Yeah, did you like I it? did. I'm so sorry I didn't say anything. This is embarrassing. Story of my life. Yes, it's literally right here. Yeah, it is so. It is so freaking cute. If anybody's listening to it and like works with Brie, the box you get is like very branded. I love the little. I'm not gonna say too much about it because like I want people to like be surprised, yeah. even though you yeah. posted about it. But this. Little oh, yeah, the little keychain. Oh my gosh, I'm dead. <laughs> I haven't put it on my keys yet. And the sunglasses and all these other things are very so Yay. cute. I love it. Yay. Well done. Yeah, people have been putting the I they're like sunglasses in there. People have been putting it on their dogs. So and it's cute. Been like the, it's it's bringing me so much joy. So if you are listening to this and you did get a box, you do have a dog. Please. <laughs> it would yeah. make my day. <laughs> yeah. Oh. My gosh. Uh, okay, so should we, we jump should. into today? We really should. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we have a really exciting episode today because <laughs> we're going to talk about all the yeah. times that we have struggled and learned. And most importantly, we're talking about four things that we wish we mm-hmm. knew before we start our business or just we, should, we wish we knew looking right. back yeah. now. Yeah. So... Yeah, we're going to jump into it. Yeah. Claire, did you want to go first? Did you want me to go first? I'll, okay, you I'll go. go first. Thank you for the offer. I I would also say, like, I would say this is applicable if you're just starting your business, right? Like, you're at the beginning. Yeah. I also think this is applicable if you are hoping to grow your business. Like, I think there will be things that we say that are beneficial. So, just because yeah. business is always evolving. So, the first yeah. thing that I would say, which I think is probably the least exciting, but maybe the most important is having good systems in place. So when you start, Mm. I remember feeling and thinking like, I like am not like a big business, like, you know, like whatever you want to consider big, but I'm not a business that like is drawing in a ton of stuff. Like we have a lot of growth to have. Like, I don't need a, you know, a, a CPA. I don't need a lawyer. Like I don't need all these things because like, I'm not even bringing enough money Mm -hmm. to afford them. Like it's the whole thing. But what I would say is Mm -hmm. you might not need them now, but it never hurts Mm -hmm. to start good practices at the beginning because inevitably if you are, Mm -hmm. if you own a business, you want it to grow. Right. So like Today, you might not need it, but like, are mm-hmm. you setting yourself up for success for two years down the line when you do really need a CPA mm-hmm. and they are like backtracking on all your taxes or like looking through how you've like, you know, kept bookkeeping or yeah. whatever. And so yeah. it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to have somebody on retainer. Like you don't have to do those extreme things, but find like those important pieces to your business that are less exciting. They're less glamorous. Yeah. It does not make it on the gram. Yeah. Have a good contract. Have a contract. Pay a lawyer to write yeah. you a contract or like whatever the case is. Or have a friend whose husband's a that lawyer. That too. That too. And. Or marry a lawyer. Marry a lawyer. Either way. Yeah. Okay. Either way. So I would say that's my first thing. I think the things that I underestimated and wish I would have gotten in place earlier is. um, I've mentioned it, but like a lawyer 
I would mm-hmm. say, and a good, I mean, ask if you are a business owner, ask people who are in the business and maybe a few steps ahead of you, like who their lawyer is or like where they found their lawyer or like all that yeah. stuff. I would also say like a CPA, somebody who can help you with your taxes and bookkeeping. That feels really important. I think those are two big things that often are like kind of scary, but the truth is yeah, they are a little scary to start because it's like kind of a big thing, but the scary part is only before you start working with them. Once you start working with them, it yeah. is like such a relief because you know that somebody else who's wiser than you are is helping protect your business. So that's, at the end of the yeah. day, that's what you want. And yeah, so that's what I would say. Have good systems yeah. and like support in place before you think you need it. Mm. That's what I would say. That That is that is really helpful. It, it does feel like, when, when I first started a business, obviously, you know, people, I think, overestimate how to start a business. Like, I feel like some people are like, I need to have a business plan. I need to have a, I need to have all these things set in place. And so, and most of the time people get caught mm. up in those oh, things. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Before they yes. start. Yeah. And so my advice would be, and I, that's why when you, if people are listening that work with me, I have like three steps that I think you need to start your business yeah. and they don't include a business plan. <laughs> they Perfect. include like, you know, analyzing the industry you're in and strategically pushing yourself in that industry in a way that your audience will like branding you in a unique way and implementing mm-hmm. that brand, like boom, boom, boom. And then if you want to talk about consulting when it comes to sales or emails or whatever that is, I'm available. But, but those are like the three mm-hmm. really big steps you need to just like start your yeah. business. And then also like telling people you're a business. Yeah. <laughs> Um, talk about with, it <laughs> coming up with your pricing yeah and so so I think so many people get caught up in the beginning stages like the amount of times I have talked to people and they're like yeah like I, I don't really know if I should talk to you yet just because I don't I haven't had a business plan I haven't talked to a lawyer I'm not like legal yet and I'm like girl what <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna get so caught up in those things that you're not even gonna start my advice would be to start and then once you start getting clients then then do all those things that you yeah do. Like once you start having a client or two, then do those things. Yeah. But just start to help people you're a business and then you will figure out some things and hiccups along the way. Mm. You know, you'll be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't charge that. Or, okay, cool. This is what I, I do need to find a lawyer and I should do. And, and this should be within the first couple of months of your business. Right. This, you know, yeah. you're not doing this a year or two. Yeah. Ahead. Okay. So I actually would disagree with that. I would say you should. Yeah. What I agree with is just start. Like start your business. Yeah. But what I disagree with yeah. is I think you need to have those things in place before you start having clients. Or like you have one mm. client or whatever. Just because yeah. because it if you do that, it requires backtracking, which is not the end of the world when you only have a few clients. I just think there's like different yeah, ways of doing the it. The cost is low. Yes. Yeah. I think there's different ways of doing it. I I think at, literally every entrepreneur yeah. and has and all to do with your comfort yes. level. Yeah. Yeah, like your security and comfort level yes. is what's important. Yeah, and, and and think about that. But I think the most important thing that Claire and I both agree on is just start. Just start. Start yeah. first. And then <laughs> don't – you don't have to find a lawyer before you start. Start and then find a lawyer. Yeah, but you need to have a contract. <laughs> yeah. Like contracts could make or break you. So Ryan is like such a big – it's so funny because – like it depends on the industry mm, you're in, right? Mm-hmm. Wedding industry, a hundred percent. You're dealing with a really like high stake. Right. The industry I'm in, no, not really. Really? Because huh. yeah, because if I the contract can literally be this. Hey, so we just got off the phone on this date. Um, based on what we talked about, here is all the de- deliverables. If you think if you agree to this, say like I, can you send me an email back saying yes, this looks good. Mm-hmm. They send you an email back saying yes, this looks good. That is a binding contract. Mm. Interesting. So like, and and for me, it's like, like the limitation of liability is really important or whatever that is. But when I was first starting, like I was charging like so low. I was charging like, you know, $200 for a brand book, like super low. Yeah. So it's not, it wasn't like super high stakes. You yeah. Know? But anyway, all that to say, um, it's, it depends on the industry. And if you're in the wedding industry, which if you're listening to this, you probably are. Yeah. There are a couple of things that you need mm-hmm. because you're dealing with big things. Right. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, a contract is important. Yeah. 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 I don't think there's, I just think talk to people, figure out what works best for you. But yeah. yeah. I just, maybe yeah. I just feel hyper aware of like protecting <laughs> your business. I'm like risk adver- averse. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 The next okay. thing, what would you say? Some, something I learned. And so we're about to hit two years of Moscow, Woo-hoo! which is so crazy. In I literally feel like you just hit um, one year. I literally feel like one second ago was one year. A year. I know. It's so crazy. And if you asked me when I started Moscow if I was going to make it to two years, I probably would have said, I don't know. No way. <laughs> you know, like, really? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't. The, the reason why I started Moxie, I started just, just some backstory. The reason why I started Moxigal was because I was trying to see if I could do it. Yeah. It was like almost an experiment yeah. for me. Like I wanted to see if I could because I just left an agency that was hurt by a little bit who, and it made me feel like I couldn't do it. And because I was too young, I was too inexperienced, didn't know what I was doing, blah, 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 blah. And I was talking to my therapist and I like kind of went on this like, you know, two month thing yeah. where I was like, maybe I want to be a hairstylist. And she was like, before you do that, yeah. <laughs> before you completely leave this whole career that you're passionate about, if if you could just start a, a business and if you did, you know, not, like just do it with no stakes, like, and you just, it, it, you say you were good at it or, you know, you got that, that validation that you needed, what would you do? And I said, I think I would want, really want to start a marketing company or, or a marketing agency that help women run businesses. And she was like, let's do it. And so we literally, the whole therapy session sat down and wrote out like how I would help them, why I want to help mm-hmm. them and all this stuff. And it was that moment where I was like, I owe it to myself to try. Yeah. And so, and so I just tried and then the pandemic hit and I turned to my husband and I said, I'm not going to make it through this. And then God was like, yeah, you are girl. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it just like, it just went up. And so, um, and so I, yeah, I, I didn't, it, if you asked me, you know, July, 2019, when I was thinking about doing this, I would have probably said I would be really, really lucky to make it to two years. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I will. And there was there was times this year where I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it. But I think the most important thing that I've learned is um, literally just put your head down and keep going. Mm-hmm. Put your head down and keep going. There's gonna be things along the way that are gonna be really hard that make you want to quit. But if it's something that you're really passionate yeah. about and that you really love doing, put your head down and keep going because. Yeah, there's been, there's been, I mean, <laughs> Claire knows all of them because we talk yeah. about it, but, but, but I mean, there's been so many times this year where I'm like, I don't know, maybe I can't do this. Maybe yeah. I'm not, this isn't a good industry for me. Maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe, maybe I, I don't really want to be in an industry like that's like this, mm-hmm. like this, like this caddy or whatever that it, like, I don't want to be in it. Yeah. And, um, it would just, your resilience will really be tested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Consistency and, feels huge. Um, yeah, consistency is huge, but also just, you know, at the end of the day, there might be people who say, yeah, I don't think she's good, but that, and that's okay. Yeah, You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Um, so if you're really passionate about it, keep your head down and keep going because the people who quit are the people who listened to all of that. Yeah. You know, like listen to that noise. Um, but you know, in your soul, no one knows you better than you know yourself. Right. You know, in your soul that you're, you can do it. So just keep going. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's it's a mindset thing in a lot of ways, like consistently, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. agree. So I would say the next thing I would I would encourage is, and this might be based off of the last thing that I said, we might have differing opinions on this, but mm-hmm. I would say set your business up for two steps ahead of where you are. So mm-hmm. like, that to me means like, you know, like if your website is serving you really good right now, awesome. Think about what's your goal or what's your dreams or what could happen. Like if you did experience growth, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. And does what mm-hmm. you currently have support that? And the answer might be yes. Mm-hmm. But I also think like if you can set yourself up for success by being ahead of the game a little bit, it changes everything, right? Because yeah, I would totally. Agree if with you that. are like thriving where you are right now, love that, love that for you. You also might not like want to grow a lot. Sometimes it's not by choice that you grow, but and so that might serve you well, and you just stick with that. But my encouragement would be like, I wish I would have known. Like, yes, and at the beginning, it's like a whole thing. But like, yes, build a business that like thrives now, but be like future oriented and like. Be yeah. considering like 
okay, this works for me now. Is this sustainable if we expand, if we add this, if we do that? And if the answer is no, then consider implementing those things or talk to somebody. I think this is so valuable, actually. I wish I would have had more of this. Find, Mm -hmm. and I know these are hard to find, to be totally honest, but find somebody who's like in your industry or in an adjacent industry or who owns a business or who, you know, emulates something that you'd like and talk to them if they're, you know, assuming there are a few steps ahead of you mm-hmm. and talk them through where you're at with your business and like get their opinion on like, what should, like, how could I set myself up for success if we grow a lot? Like, what would that look like? So you're not backtracking mm-hmm. as much. I would say that I feel like one of the best ways to do this in a very practical way is to have an email list, like have a really good, mm-hmm. Bree's really good at this, like have a lot of lead mm-hmm. gens or like a really mm-hmm. strategic way to capture emails and that's engaging Mm -hmm. because when you get high traffic or when you grow a lot or whatever the case is like that is the easiest way to like retain right if somebody just pops their email in and so I would recommend an email list I also think like your system going back to your systems I feel like this is either gonna be the most boring or the most like beneficial podcast episode we ever do because all we're talking about is systems <laughs> but um make sure your systems check out for like you know like is this a really successful effective workflow like you know what yeah. happens if i'm out for the count like is this going to be able to support my business if i can't mm-hmm. be there or if i like you know so yeah. i just my encouragement is to consider where you're at with your business consider we'd like to be in a year six months consider what growth would realistically look like for you and ask Mm -hmm. yourself right now, am I supporting that? Am I inviting that? Right. You kind of have to prepare yourself for it because if it comes and you're not prepared, it ends up being a lot, just even more to deal with than what you probably already need. So yeah, I a hundred percent agree with that because I do think that when you have those systems set in place, like you said, and you do grow at a, fast rate it's not as overwhelming because right. you're like my i was ready for this i can handle this <laughs> it's like building a house that's like earthquake proof, right right like when the earthquake happens it's not going to fall apart because it's like you built a steady foundation for sure <laughs> all the california references um, yeah honestly <laughs> we're not from california like, what? we have earthquakes here we do <laughs> but yeah i can i 100 agree with that and i think that that has been really successful for you and like when you grew really fast and having those those systems that were like the email yeah. list and, and couple systems. Yeah. I feel like yes and no. <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. In some ways, yes. In some ways, our systems, the way in which we like have, you know, clients and like or couples like come through mm-hmm. our process and like that hasn't changed a lot. It's changed a little bit. Our website mm-hmm. was so great for like what we needed. It like captured people really mm-hmm. well. I feel mm-hmm. like the way our social media presence, but I think it was more like internal that I had to figure more things out. Yeah. So do you guys use HoneyBook? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah, do we you guys do. use HoneyBook. Okay. I'm thinking about switching and I'm I Do you know. use HoneyBook? No, no, no. Okay. I don't use HoneyBook right now. It's a super great yeah, system. But I'm thinking about switching. I'm thinking about switching because I've had a couple people like push back deadlines and stuff and then like then the money gets pushed mm-hmm. back and I'm I'm kind of like debating on whether to put to put in a system where that doesn't happen. And right now people just use like the like payment mm-hmm. system that we have. And it, I can't like like charge their credit card. They have to pay mm-hmm. me. And so anyway, yeah. I'm just thinking about using HoneyBook. For I would that say reason, but HoneyBook um, is great for a few things. We use it for specific things. We don't use it for we probably don't use it as much as you possibly can, but we would just have found other systems that we prefer for some of the things that HoneyBook yeah. offers. But yeah. I love hosting our contracts through there. I love hosting like, yeah, there's like some reoccurring forms we send to our couples. And so I love having those through there. And I've heard yeah. from couples like our people that we work with. It's actually super convenient because on HoneyBook, you can set up auto pay. So I always tell them like, yeah. there's multiple ways you can pay me. I, as long as you pay me, I really don't care. But HoneyBook gives them the option to have a reoccurring. And so then it's not like an uncomfortable conversation. It's just there. So yeah. But HoneyBook takes a percentage out, right? Yeah. Like 3%. It's very little. Yeah. But I have a friend who like has beef with 
he doesn't actually, but he like always is like three percent. And I'm like, oh my gosh. For the convenience of little. it, for the convenience of I it know, alone. For Honeybook. But I don't like how Venmo like switched their thing to business, like business Venmo or whatever, and they take a percentage out as well. Because like <laughs> I'm just saying, like for small businesses who are getting paid two hundred dollars when they're first starting out, like that's a lot of that's a that is a chunk mm-hmm. of change. And so I'm always like, come on, people. Yeah. But anyway, I think we're thinking about switching to Venmo. Right now we use um, Did you say Venmo? Do you mean uh, Honeybook? Sorry, that's what I meant. I'm thinking about switching the HoneyBook. Right now for our systems that we use, like Trello and you know like Google has a workspace mm-hmm. now? Yeah. I haven't looked it up, but I saw seen all the ads for it all over the Bay Area. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Wait, okay. let's finish. I feel I like love- this could be beneficial. What are the systems you do use and love? I love uh-huh. Trello. Because especially if you have multiple like people that are working yeah. for you, there's like board, there's different boards, like there's different project boards. So every client has a board. Yep. And then within that board, there's different projects that you can put in it. So I really like that. And then like um, my whole team has like access to mm-hmm. it and they all have like their own usernames and stuff they sign into. And then they're like invited to like the Moxie Gal. Hello. Trello. Yeah. And then there's all these different boards. Yeah. So I really like Trello. Honestly, where we keep everything in terms of like documents and stuff, everybody, all our clients get a folder on mm-hmm. Google Drive. Mm-hmm. So like their individual assets are on Google Drive, their brand books are on Google Drive, their worksheets are on Google Drive because we don't have HoneyBook. Yeah. There's no other way to like do it. And Trello is more like an inside like backend mm-hmm. thing. And so we I use Google Drive and Trello are like our main ones. I actually, on our new website that's launching Woo-hoo! tomorrow, I mean, listen to this, it, lo- it launched last week. <laughs> last week. <laughs> Um, there is going to be a, there is a freebie, a freebie on there that is like, you're starting a business here are all mm. the resources that you need and all the ones that we've loved. And also like honey books on there. Cause I've just, if you're a bit, if you're in the wedding industry, I obviously know that most people in the wedding industry use honey book. Um, it's almost like it's built for the wedding <laughs> industry. <laughs> Some <laughs> so, would say. <laughs> Some would say it's, it's for wedding. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, those are the two that I love for my business. Now, you know what's so interesting? I was thinking about this after I said about the contracts thing. My dad, uh, we, I've talked about Skip on the yeah. pod. And he, so he has, he's had his business for 27 years. He started the year I was born, 27 years. And he has never sent a contract to a client. No. Isn't that crazy? And he works with like Google, no. Zoom. No, that makes or, me yeah, and he's never cringe. I'm cringing <laughs> so hard. I can't. And you've never said Oh my one. gosh. So I no. also think it has to do with the wow. industry you're in. Because the, what are the stakes that he has? He literally goes and talks to people. I see. I could not. I feel like all, every <laughs> business advisor I've ever had, every lawyer that I've ever worked with is like. Yeah. No. My husband was like, are you sure contract. you don't need a contract? Yeah. <laughs> I will write Prote- you It just protects you. There's no downside to a contract. It literally just protects you and the person that you're working with. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Anyway, I was thinking about that. But anyway, yeah. So those are the ones that we really love. I love that. Um, for us. Yeah. How about you? I'll go quick, but I would say we use HoneyBook. We use Trello. We use QuickBooks. We use, we are in the process of transitioning over to aisle planner, which is like a wedding planning thing specifically. We use Acuity. Actually, it's like through Squarespace. It's a scheduling system. Squarespace is, um, houses like our schedule and our online shop and all of that stuff. So Squarespace is kind of multifaceted. Um, we use toggle with the, our team like that works that grit and grace. So it tracks their hours and all that stuff. So quite a few, I'm sure I feel like I'm missing some to be totally honest, but that's, those are high quality ones that I've really liked working with. Our last thing that we want to tell people it's you girl. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) I I feel like this has to be We talked about this one. (laughs) We talked about it already. So much pressure. We've, we addressed talking about this before we hit record. Yes. Oh. Um, you could check. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. I don't remember what I said. Do you want to remind me? <laughs> sure. You will show up your best self if you're rested and caring for yourself. So oh, like, yes. Oh, you just texted I did. Me. <laughs> um, trying to help you here. Um, okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Rest. Yes. So, I mean, we, Claire and I have talked about this all the time. 
Um, and I think it had, this is a, such a bigger conversation that we're going to try to not be too long, but I think a lot, of, a, there's a good amount of entrepreneurs and I actually would just listen to a po- the daily podcast yeah. and it's because the trial is happening with Elizabeth yes. Holmes. The, um, yeah. Anyway. So if you don't know who that is, Google it. Um, Um, but, but she, like there's, they're talking about the culture of Silicon Valley and it's like this hustle culture and you're an entrepreneur and never Mm -hmm. sleeps and like investors like that. And so when I was growing up, you know, that's like what, you know, right. And, oh, like, Hey, if you want to be a successful business owner, like you'd never sleep (laughs) and you are always traveling all this stuff. And so when I first started business, I think you helped me kind of know, cause you were like, you're like a a year or so ahead of me in terms of when you started. Yeah two or whatever it is but anyway but I remember you telling me like no 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 like you need breaks mm-hmm. and like no we're not gonna do this for you like you need to email you need to email me back on Monday not Saturday yeah. and so that really helped me but I I do think there's this bigger kind of conversation that is surrounding female entrepreneurship and that you feel like you have to work all the time because there's a limited amount of seats at the table. Mm, mm-hmm. And and that has to do with specifically female entrepreneurs. Like there's, you know, the amount of times I've talked to women that have been like, but there's so many other wedding planners. Like, what do I do? Do I have to work harder? Do I have to blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, no, there's room mm-hmm. for you. And we've talked about this yeah. so much about the, the abundancy mindset. Yeah. And abundant mindset. And so, and that's been, you know, I, I wrote a post um, about like the things I've learned this year and like, you know, I said the whole, like, there are only certain, like, there's only blank number of seats at the table is completely BS. There's room for everybody. You don't have to work obscene hours. You don't have to overwork yourself. And quite frankly, you shouldn't because you're not going to be producing the best product if you're overworked. You know, you have to be taking care of yourself and you have to be resting because honestly, if you're creative in the creative industry Mm -hmm. in any capacity, whether that's a wedding planner, a photographer, a branding person, a website person, whatever you're doing, you have to allow your time and mm-hmm. space. You have to allow yourself some space and time to rest so that you can come up with those creative ideas. Yeah. Because when you're going all the time, like guarantee you're not going to come up with those. No. <laughs> and so I think resting has been the most important. And also like, you know, there is this kind of intimidation of like, oh, I should be at this position mm-hmm. or I should, if I'm two years in, that means I have to be making this much money or whatever that is. And that's complete BS as well. Every business is completely different in the way that you grow and the way that you um, you reach your goals or the amount of time you reach your goals in is completely up right. to you. Right, yeah. And, and it's okay to take a slower pace. It's okay to take a faster pace. Mm-hmm. Whatever works best for you in your lifestyle and the way that you want to live your life, do that. But just make sure that you're taking care of yourself because at the end of the day, like my, my dad always says, you'll never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. Mm, yeah, it's true. <laughs> like at the, you get to the end of your life and like, I mean, it's kind of morbid, but like you're not going to have all this with you, it's you true. know? And so like, make sure you're cherishing the things that you want to cherish and maybe on your entrepreneurship or your business isn't them your main identity. Maybe it's something yeah. else. And that's okay. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely agree. I think it's a, yeah. it's a conversation we've had before, but like you, determine what success looks like to you and yeah literally like everybody is on a different path like you mm-hmm. you cannot like compare where you're at with what somebody else where somebody else is at like you're a different person you run a different business so mm-hmm. um it goes back to determining what success means to you what goals do you have in yeah. life like i kind of talked about that earlier like i have goals outside of my business and i have goals in general. And I get the privilege of owning a business and deciding how I'm going to allow my business to be conducive with those goals, as opposed to letting my business dictate all of the other sides of my life. You know, and I think I was having a conversation with a friend this weekend about like, when you feel fulfilled or when you feel rested or when you feel like you're in your best, like best state of mind, which this whole point was about rest, like rest well, have a good schedule and like care well for yourself. But when you are doing well in one area of your life, specifically something that's as intense as work, like something that takes up so much of your life, it bleeds positively into the other areas of your life. And so I think that we have the ability to like really control that and help that. So instead of just like talking about like, in theory, like rest well, like did, you know, I think we'll always be advocates for not just consuming expectations of 
the entrepreneurial world and like, you know, maybe you do want to have like this mega empire and you want to grind all the time. I just feel like we, I want to communicate that that's not the way you have to do it. You can do it that way, but you have a choice to do it another way. But a tangible thing that I really wish I would have implemented earlier in my business is to just because you don't have to have a set schedule, like set something, right? Like always have Sundays off, always have Mondays off, you know, like always stop your work day at six so that you are in a routine and your body is like in a healthier state. And then you have exceptions. Like you might need to work a Sunday. You might need to like whatever, but it sets you up for success. Cause you also like, in my experience, you perform best when not just when you think you have to grind and grind and grind when you know that there's like rest or relaxation coming up. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyways, I wish I would have implemented more (laughs) structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's so true. Yeah. For me, I take, I take the weekends off. So on Friday, I'm like Friday. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's a really good point. And also like, especially the great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you could just set when that is, you don't have to work nine to five. You can work 11 to seven or whenever that is. Love that. Yeah. I love, I love it. it. So those are the four things. I feel like those are our four things for yeah, now. For now. There's like, we could literally have gone like a million because that's just like what it is. But, but right. hopefully this helps. I hope, I hope some entrepreneurs listening and thinking either <laughs> that you feel validated or you are learning something and just want to put out that proud of you regardless of, of where you're at because, and give yourself some grace. And, and, and my dad always says the best advice that he ever got was from his uncle about entrepreneurship. And he said, you're climbing the ladder. When you're climbing the ladder, you have to look back sometimes and see how far you've come. Yeah. And that's important. All right. Well, this has been great. That's what we got. Yeah. This week. And let us know how you're liking this format. And um, we have a guest in two weeks. So very special Two, two actually. Guests. Surprise. Yes. You have to wait and see. Yeah. All right. Well, if we're not (laughs) already friends on socials, let's be friends. And seriously, like legitimately, I feel like with the podcast, not more than anything, but with this more than most things, like legit, it like your DMs and reviews. And like anytime you like reach out to us about this, it like means so much to us. And also it like legitimately affects what we choose to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Like right. if somebody you you have more, more power, power than, than you think you do. <laughs> like we obviously could come up with ideas, but if you're like, hey, we want to see, a, we want to see like more podcasts like this, or we want more stories, or we want more guests, yeah. or whatever. Like, please let us know. Also, I was reading through the reviews yeah. the other day, which I should do more often. I felt so, so honored. Nice, huh? Like if you've left a review, I. I love you. I think like that is so <laughs> I don't say that often, but I feel like I do. I, I, I love you. I so yeah, they, they were so nice. It. I was looking through them the other day too. And I was like, oh my God. so sweet. So, so nice. if you want to leave us a review, we'd appreciate it. It really, like, it makes our day. It really does. If you want to make two gals day, you know how to do, it. How you do it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, okay. have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>